Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushpu and I am your host. I am a mind-body manifesting coach and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. I am committed to helping you tap into the infinite power you hold when it comes to intentionally creating a more abundant life that gets you jumping out of bed with excitement. Over here, we chat about all things mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. So grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back. It's another episode of the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. My name is Kushbu and I'm your host. On this podcast, we chat about all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. And the whole crux of this show, if you are a long-term listener, you know about to say the whole crux of this show is for you to realize how freaking powerful you are when it comes to creating the outcomes you actually want to be experienced, how to create a life that gets you jumping out of bed with excitement, and most importantly, how to really build a life that not only looks good, from the outside but one that feels really freaking fantastic because you can be married with the kids have all the money in the world have the job but if you're going to bed every night feeling anxious stressed out not feeling safe not feeling supported then it's all for nothing but instead when you can start to not only create outcomes that look good but feel really good that is the sweet spot and that is what life is all about living a life of pure bliss pure joy and pure expansion and with this podcast i really try to break down the process of manifestation into tangible concrete and actionable steps so that you don't only understand it from a conceptual level but you're able to actually apply these beautiful concepts in as a way to transform your current circumstances and with this podcast, I take all these amazing concepts and, you know, leave you with something to go home with. Well, if you're home <laughs> to play with, but you know what I'm saying? And today's podcast episode was actually inspired by my recent hair appointment. Honestly, I get my downloads for my podcast and just content in general, the most unexpected locations. I actually was doing my highlights and I was washing my hair and I suddenly this like, aha moment came and I just grabbed up my phone I was like I have to just make notes of this and remember to talk about this on the podcast so here we are and it's also I think stems from a few conversations I've been having over the last couple of days with clients and something tells me you can probably relate to this and essentially it's about the vulnerability that comes with being an intentional manifester and when I say the vulnerability that comes with being an intentional manifester is that at the end of the day everything in your life is a reflection of you, your inner world, and your overall consciousness. And so the thoughts you are thinking, the beliefs you are adopting, the way you are feeling, the actions you are taking, together they all form your energetic presence and determine what unfolds next in your life because nothing matters more than your present moment. So forget about the past. And if you want to change the future, then you really got to hone into how am I showing up today? And the thing is, is that a lot of times we are living on autopilot and if we're not aware of that, that can actually slow us down from getting what we want. But when we can now bring self-awareness into our practice and start to really ask ourselves, what is the story I'm telling myself? What am I focusing on? How am I feeling? How am I showing up? And most importantly, is this congruent to the life and outcomes I want to create? That is when we can start to change the way things are unfolding. And there's really nothing more vulnerable than imagining for things to work out better than you can imagine. And this is something I see a lot of time with clients is that when we talk about the desire, so whether it's a relationship or health or the job or the money, they instantly go to, but what if it doesn't work out? Or I just quit my job. What if I 
end up not finding a better job or not making money and I have to leave my apartment? Or what if my health never gets better and I'm doomed to stay this way for the rest of my life? And I understand it because a lot of times it's when we can't see the outcome, it's very hard to get on board that circumstances can look different. And a few things that come to mind. Number one is there are various different characteristics as humans that make us magnetic. We've talked about a few of them in the past on this podcast, such as courage, authenticity, confidence. And another huge one is vulnerability. And I actually, before I sat down to record this podcast, I Googled the actual definition of vulnerability and it's the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed either physically or emotionally. And if you just think about it for a second is what is one of the polar opposites of vulnerability? It's fear. And when we aren't allowing ourselves to be vulnerable and allow us to even entertain the idea that things can get better, even entertain the idea of the best case scenario, we're operating from a place of fear. We're operating from a place of lack. And that is essentially what is being mirrored back to us. And if we now want to restore the flow of abundance coming our way, we need to change our state of being. And it's, can I now allow myself to be vulnerable and even imagine that things can work out even better than what I could ever forecast? And the reason why imagining for the best case scenario feels very vulnerable is because our brains are designed to keep us safe. And the possibility of it not working out as you once hoped and imagined would be too painful to bear. And so the way your brain perceives it is like, okay, let's not even entertain the idea that can get better because if for whatever reason it doesn't get better, then at least you would have been, you wouldn't have been expecting it and the blow will feel a lot less. And so as a self-protective measure, because remember, it's not that your brain is out and your mind is out to harm you, but it's just trying to constantly protect you, which is why it brings up all these fears, all these doubts, all these insecurities. What does it do? It starts to create all these fear-based worst case scenarios, because like I said, for whatever reason, the worst case scenario does unfold. It won't come as much of a shocker. It won't feel as uncomfortable. And yeah, in theory, that sounds correct, but in actuality, it's ridiculous because <laughs> let me tell you why it's ridiculous. Because if when it comes to manifestation, if your focus and state of being, so the way you feel, determines what unfolds, essentially you are through your focus on the worst case scenario, you are selecting that to be your reality. You're literally through your focus telling the universe, I want this to be my reality. And because I'm focusing on it, I feel like crap. I feel a state of fear. And that is essentially the energy I'm putting out. And because the universe is never punishing you or rewarding you, it's like, okay, you know what? Well, Jane, I don't know why the name Jane just came to mind, but let's go with it. Jane is focusing on the fact that she's going to be bankrupt and she's feeling terrified and anxious and helpless. And so I now have to orchestrate circumstances to mirror that and give her that outcome because that is what she clearly wants because when it comes to manifestation you are not communicating with your words you are communicating with your energy and vibrations and let me ask you this how is it serving you to put yourself through the trauma twice before it actually happens and if it does happen then again once again while it happens and realize this with manifestation is yes the law of attraction is a huge law that governs the way your reality is being created. But so is the law of expectation. You don't get what you want in life. You get what you expect. So if you keep expecting the worst case scenario, then yeah, that will that is exactly what your reality will be. And secondly, is that when you are manifesting, things always happen twice, once in your mind and once in 
3D reality. And on that note, things also happen twice on a vibrational level. So based on how you're feeling, and then you hold that vibe long enough, whether it's positive or negative, you add enough momentum, and then it will unfold on a physical level. And it's very easy to go to the worst case scenario because that is the way our brains are wired. And this goes back to the days when we were cavemen and there'd be lions and tigers hiding in the bushes. And so as a self-protective measure, your brain would scan the environment for those threats as a way to protect you. And if you're not doing the conscious work to rewire your brain and build new neural pathways that actually allow you to go there and think of the best case scenario and intentionally shift your focus, that autopilot tendency will constantly have you focusing on things going wrong. And that's why it sometimes feels like, why do I keep thinking negatively? And just imagine this, that if it was the absolute truth, that it would be the worst case scenario or the that your mind keeps going to the negative, then everybody who was looking at the circumstance or the potential, they would also go there. But it's clearly that's not the case. The lens in which you view your world is very subjective. It's based on your experience, your conditioning, and more importantly, your choice. And if what you're focusing on is not serving you or in alignment with the outcome you're creating, choose better for yourself. And that's where, like I said, the self-awareness is so important. And because living in the state of paranoia and fear has become autopilot, it feels comfortable. And that's that's the messed up part about ourselves is we as humans, we thrive for comfort and familiarity and routine. And even if it's not serving us, we engage. And that's why even like with self-sabotaging behavior, even though you know that eating a pint of ice cream every night is not really in your best interest, you keep going back every night, despite waking up with the intention, okay, tonight I'm going to be really clean with my diet. It's because for so long that has been your norm. And so it's so much easier just to reach for that level of familiarity. And so now if we want to deviate from this state of paranoia, which like I said, is not serving you. Can you move to a place of pronoia? Ex- rather than expect the worst case scenario, you're expecting the best case scenario to unfold for you. And yes, I get it that part of you might feel delusional while expecting the best case scenario. But here's the thing is that the worst case scenario that your mind is conjuring up, it is an imagined reality. And so is the best case scenario. They're both imagine reality. So by focusing on either of them, you're being delusional. So wouldn't you rather be delusional in a manner that actually serves you? Really think about that for a second. And also when you find that you're constantly experiencing negative chatter and no matter how much you try, you just cannot shift your focus. Also realize that that is an indication of a very triggered nervous system and an indication that your nervous system is operating from a place of survival. Because when our nervous systems are on overdrive, they st- it stimulates the fight or flight response. And one of the byproducts of that is, is it conjuring up all these fears, doubts, insecurities, limiting narratives, and negative thoughts as a way to protect you. And when you're living in a place of survival, there's no energy to create. And that's why no matter how much you try, when you're in this triggered state, you're not going to be able to manifest your desire. And instead, your job is, can I go now self-soothe myself? Can I now regulate my nervous system, feel good within myself? And then you'll find that shifting your focus, which like I mentioned earlier, your focus and state of being is the most important component while manifesting. Shifting your focus and aligning your state of being will be so much easier. And you'll find that that is when manifestations happen so much quicker. Because like I said, your life is a reflection of you. The thoughts you think, the feelings that you experience, the actions you are taking and the beliefs you're adopting. And if your life is a reflection of you, 
it's now not waiting for the circumstance to change before you start to feel a certain way. But instead, you have to get ahead of your desire. You have to ask yourself, who is the version of me who already has that relationship? Who is the version of me who already has money coming in consistently and with ease? Who is the version of me who is in her dream job? The version of me who's traveling regularly and has the most authentic, meaningful relationships around her? Who is this version of me? And how can I now start to think like her, feel like her, hold beliefs that she holds and take actions like she does? And when it comes to being an intention manifester, it's not just about having these buzzwords like, oh yeah, I'm going to manifest alignment, blah, blah, blah. But it's actually, can I take all this? And actually, like I said, apply because application is where the transformation comes. And so it means walking in your power. And when I say walking in your power, it's about not allowing your external circumstances to dictate who you are being, but instead saying, I decide who I'm going to be. And now I'm going to show up as her or him. Even though, I cannot see the outcome of my reality. I'm the one who's dictating who I'm going to be. And what happens is if we're not careful, and trust me, I've been there many times, and I still sometimes get thrown off and I need to check myself, is we get thrown off. We allow our senses to get so attached to what's being presented in front of us. We allow our current 3D circumstances to throw us off. And then we get into a pattern of reacting. We emotionally feed into what's going on on in front of us. And as a result, we perpetuate the same circumstance. We perpetuate the absence of our desire. But now when you can get ahead of your desire and say, okay, I'm just going to, for a bit, just, just I'm just going to treat this like an experiment, but more importantly, not just momentarily, but I'm going to not only think like her, believe like her, feel like her and act like her, but I'm going to do it consistently. I'm going to hold that vibe and keep that momentum going. It's just a matter of time till your reality changes because remember when it comes to manifestation your job is to figure out what is that you want why do you want it and align with the outcome you're creating how it unfolds that's not your job and most importantly when you are now shifting your focus the best case scenario and this is really why building your self-confidence muscle is so crucial and why self-confidence is such a magnetic quality while manifesting is in the process of now entertaining the best case scenario can you also start to trust yourself that if for whatever reason, the worst case scenario, because again, that is one of the infinite number of possibilities that could unfold. If the worst case scenario does actually happen, can you trust yourself that you will be able to handle it? And that's when it becomes a lot easier to go to the best case scenario because you're being intentional, focusing on what it is that you want, energizing the outcome you desire with the knowingness that even if it doesn't work out, I'm okay. And in that split second, you've dropped the neediness and you're coming to your desire from a much pure place. Because when you can desire something without that, it has to happen because otherwise I'm going to self-destruct. Ah, you know, which is so easy. I know you're laughing. I, I hear you. But when that happens, it's again, you're creating resistance. And so even though you're focusing on what you want, that resistance is the reason why your desire is not unfolding. But when you come from a place of a pure energy, I want this. Do I need it? Yeah, I really desire it. It will be amazing when it unfolds, but I'm also pretty good. I have enough trust and confidence in myself. Things move very, very quickly. And whether or not you fully buy into manifestation or fully understand it, I can't stress this enough. You are always creating your reality. From the minute you are born, your reality is being determined based on how you are showing up. And if part of you cannot get on board with this and you're still questioning, but yeah, but what if I imagine the best case scenario and it doesn't unfold? Okay, well, let me ask you this, that even if you only experience the best case scenario once, only in your mind, isn't that still better than putting yourself through the trauma 
of the worst case scenario twice. So once in your mind and once in reality. But if you can now imagine the best case scenario, and then the let's say the worst case scenario happens, which trust me, it will not. But anyway, let's go with that. At least it's only you, you've minimized the, the experience of having that worst case scenario. Just really think about that. But anyways, I really invite you to now ask yourself, most of the time, where is my focus going? What are my dominant thoughts and beliefs around my desire? And be honest with yourself, because the minute you can start to align with the version of you who has it and remember that, okay, yeah, you're human, you will have the occasional negative thought. It's not that you have to think positively and like the future version of you all the time. But 51% of the day, majority of the time, what am I thinking? Where is my focus going? How am I feeling? Because that's what determines what unfolds. And if you can now be a little more intentional, you will see your desires unfold very, very quickly. And if this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. I hang out the most on Instagram. My handle is at kushboo.kway. And in the meanwhile, I'm sending you love and all the abundant vibes. I hope you have an amazing day ahead. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week, but in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.